You're listening to Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, the fastest-growing natural health, nutrition, and inspiration podcast in the nation. Uplifting stories, powerful messages, and triumph over adversity, the experience of entertainment and encouragement is about to begin. And now your host, Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I want to welcome you to the Dr. Ward Bond Show. And for those listening on my podcast, Life-Changing Wellness, today's episode is brought to you by Prevagen. America's number one brain health supplement. Go to Prevagen.com to learn more about improving your memory. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today. Rate and review the show for me. And I want to thank you ahead of time for making our show great. Well, my guest today is Brianna Dominica, where we are going to discuss her music career, but her passion about suicide prevention and awareness. Brianna has lost several loved ones to suicide, including her brother, and have also struggled with suicidal thoughts herself. Well, she has a nonprofit organization, Angel in the Sky, to benefit suicide prevention and awareness. Well, in 2019, following her move to Nashville, she released her first single, Invisible, followed by her first Christmas single, O Night Divine, both of which she co-wrote. And her songs are centered on her life experiences and her faith. Well, let's welcome contemporary Christian music artist, Brianna Domenica. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Bond. Well, it's great to have you. And, you know, I want to know right off, what inspired your new album, Warrior in Me? And I know that was produced by Grammy award-winning musician uh, Nate Cornell from King & Country. How was that experience? That was amazing. I'm a big for King & Country fan, so it was such a full circle moment uh, for me to work with Nate, and he just brought so much out of me in the studio. But the the concept of the album, what, what inspired the album was through the trials and turbulations life has brought, I, uh, discovered a warrior in me through my music, through my faith. And I wanted to encourage others to discover the warrior in themselves. And for me, the warrior in me is Christ in me and really finding my identity in Christ and knowing that, you know, he's a part of me, he's in me. Um, That's who my warrior in me is. But for others, it might be just an inner confidence or an inner strength they didn't know they had. Yeah, I I completely agree with that. And and I know that in all of us, there is a warrior there. And you have a very, uh, very interesting story. I mean, you know, and I'm glad that you brought up the fact of that our identity needs to be in Christ. You know, you're in the music world. I have talked to many recording artists and a lot of people, they, they get caught up in that identity of being a recording artist, of being out in the public eye. But when, it be, when someone like you, who is a contemporary Christian artist, it's almost like you're writing that fine line to realize what your calling is, but at the same time, knowing that your, your whole identity has to be in Christ no matter what. And that's the thing that you want people to see uh, beyond the music, correct? Correct, yes. Definitely. Well, let's do this. Uh, I understand that uh, you have an organization and you talk about suicide prevention and awareness. 
kind of tell us the backstory to all of that. Sure. Um, when I was 16, I lost my oldest brother, David, to the choice of suicide. And that was not the first time my family had experienced suicide. Back when I was four, we lost my cousin, Chris. Um, but I didn't understand. I was only four at the time. And when we lost David when I was 16, something inside of me broke. I wanted to like run out in front of a car, slip my wrist, drown myself. I just couldn't picture a world without my brother in it. And he was my best friend and my protector. And he was gone. I was never going to see, hug, or or hear his voice again. And I, I, I like I said, I just broke. Um, well, and what then, is the, you know, for a lot of people who have never experienced um, a family member in the areas of suicide, I, you know, I've had friends who uh, had a parent or a sibling uh, commit suicide. But, you know, when you get the news, can you kind of walk us through the, the emotional turmoil of what goes through someone that all of a sudden you hear this news and you're like, what and where and why? I mean, what did you feel? Um, I, it's, it's strange. Um, that's such a good question. I've, I've never had someone ask me that before. Um, <laughs> the, it's almost like it's, like it's a dream. Like I, it was such an out of body experience for me. Um, and like, but I remember it so vividly. Like I remember what I was wearing, what my mom was wearing. I I was in my bedroom uh, watching a movie on my laptop with headphones in, TV blaring. Uh, actually, no, I was watching TV, and the TV was blaring. My door was closed, and I heard these like blood curdling screams from my mother, and just no, no, no. And I ran out to the kitchen. And I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? She's like, uh, David's dead. And I'm like, no, no, we have to go. We have to go to the hospital. I just, I couldn't wrap my, she's like, no, he's, he's gone. And in that moment, I just felt my, like my whole life just like crumble. Like, I don't know how to describe it really. It just, I, I broke into a million pieces. I, fell to the floor um then I, it was angry um there's all different like stages of grief um but in that moment i i got angry i i just i i wanted my life to be over i didn't i i i remember chucking a phone at my mother like there was just <laughs> like um it, it just, it changed the whole dynamic of the family it just shifted because uh, I had to grow up really quickly. Yeah. And, you know, and I've, I've heard when it comes to, to families that everybody in the family seems to deal with it in a very different way. And yes. I think one of the biggest pains that I have seen is that for some, for some families, it becomes a label upon their family. Like, oh yeah, they, you know, so-and-so in their family, uh, you know, committed suicide. And there seems to be that label there. But yeah. I, 
and you know, and I'm sure that the first day, the, the whole turmoil is going on emotionally, mentally. Uh, it's almost like a, you're, you're free falling and you're praying it for praying it to stop. But then I'm sure the biggest question afterwards with anyone who deals with this is is, is why. And in and in many cases, I'm sure even in uh, your family's case, I'm sure that that answer did not come. No, I mean. We have our theories. I mean, I I feel like my brother struggled with a drug addiction, um, a cocaine addiction, and I I truly, truly believe in his mind at that time. He he thought that was his only option. He he, because you know, I mean, he had tried to get clean and he just could never stay clean. Um, so I, I think, and I think he had some underlying um, undiagnosed uh, like PTSD and stuff like that. Cause he did have a, a difficult childhood um, before my parents got custody of him uh, when he was with his biological mother. Um, very difficult, tumultuous childhood. So I think he had some PTSD that he, and maybe some underlying mental um, depression and anxiety and stuff that he was trying to supplement with, you know, the the cocaine use, and he could just never get on on. The, the straight and narrow. And I think in his mind, having had those thoughts myself, um, I think he thought we'd be better off without him. Um, mm. A lot of, that's a common thing I hear is that, oh, people would just be better off without me. I thought that. And, but I, I knew the ramifications because I had seen, um, I had seen, the, the the ramifications with with my well, brother's death. Well, let me ask you this, Brianna, because you come from a family of faith. What were the questions going through your family's minds that when you know Christ and this happens, what are some of the the questions that you may actually ask? I mean, you know, some people can just simply say, you know, why God, but at the same time, does it does it seem to be an attack? upon your own faith and what you believe when something like that actually happens? Um, for me, it definitely was. I, I turned my back on the faith. I mean, I grew up Roman Catholic and this was not the, this was not the God that the kind loving God that I knew growing up. And I was like, no, no, if this is the God that's going to take my brother, I don't want any part of this. And I started practicing Buddhism um, wow. for, for a while. Yeah. Well, now, how did you move into your foundation, Angel in the Sky, for suicide prevention as well as suicide awareness? Yeah, I had lost, um, in addition to my cousin and my brother, in 2012, we lost my Auntie Debbie. And after losing three people to suicide and having struggled with these thoughts myself, 
I was like, I need to do something. And I was actually inspired by Danny Goki. Um, he started a nonprofit for his wife. And I read his book, Hope in Front of Me. And on the cover, it says, find pain in your darkest hour or moments, something along those lines. And I was like, oh, wow. And I'm not a huge reader, but I read his book in, I think, a week. And I'm like, that's what I need to do. I need to start a nonprofit. And I didn't know how, because at the time I was, oh gosh, it was 2016. So I was like, I'm, I'm a young 20 something year old. I didn't finish college. I don't have any business savvy. How can I start a nonprofit? And I just asked around and by the grace of God, we, uh, with my parents support and help, we, we got the foundation up and running. And, um, now I'm just trying to spread the word and spread the message and, well, uh, educate people because well, I feel like until yeah, yeah go no, ahead no, no no go ahead go ahead because <laughs> until we start a dialogue I feel like we won't see change because like you said there is such a stigma so if someone's feeling that way how do you expect them to have the the, the strength or the the um the the, the well, courage to, time, to speak up a lot of times people never see the signs you know, we understand that, you know, drug addiction is a problem. We also know that most suicides are done by men, not women. Um, mm -hmm. Drugs have the tendency to, to alter the mindset. So the mind is not clear. Um, you know, there, there is evil in this world. Satan does use different tools to kill, steal, and destroy, and that includes drugs and alcohol and, and even other things out there. And yeah. you know, you're doing such a great work. Now let me ask you this because when you know you know when, as you were talking about uh, starting that foundation, I got to thinking, I said, well, wait a minute, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't know how. I mean, King David was nothing more than a shepherd boy. And he became king. He didn't know how to become king, but God knows how to take us where we're at and place us where we're supposed to be. Right. And here you are now with a new album, Warrior and Me. And how are you using your recording career, your music career, and bringing forth the message of suicide prevention awareness? How are you meshing that together? Well, that's kind of a funny story because I didn't intentionally want it to be meshed together. I wanted them to be two very separate things. But then a, um, I had a meeting with a record label a couple of years back uh, before I moved to Nashville. And they were like, there's a lot of pretty girls that can sing. What makes you different? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Good and, question. And of course... <laughs> and of course, my mom being Miss Momager that she is, and I mean that with like the utmost respect, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, she is the best. And um, she's like, well, she's endured a lot of tragedy. And right then I saw the label's ears perk up. They were like, tragedy? Oh, what kind of tragedy? Yeah. And she told them my story and they're like, you need to combine the two because 
that's what sets you apart. Um, and like, I struggled with that for a while because it was the most painful moments of my life and putting it out there that, Hey, I've had these thoughts too, so much so that I was even cutting and self-harming and I'm just going to be putting that out and sharing my brother's story. And it's not like I could get his permission to share a story because he wasn't around. Um, so I really struggled with that. And again, by the grace of God, he is so, so good. He turned my pain into purpose. And now that's what fuels me. And I just try to be very aware of my why. Yeah, I like, like that because... Why I, you know, and I can imagine being in a meeting with a uh, with a record executive, and what make and you know having those questions come up. What makes you so different? Then all of a sudden, you know, they hear the story, and and I can understand how it could be difficult from the business side because you're like, I'm not here to profit off my off my brother's death or my or, or mother's siblings in my family, and and I can understand how that is. But you know, God takes a test and creates it as our testimony and yep. you're a woman of faith i'm a man of faith we understand that there is a message there we understand that life is never going to be perfect but sometimes things happen in our life and god says look this is what i'm calling you to do and sometimes we don't know what that calling is and sometimes that calling shows up after a tragedy and yeah. but you know, you get to carry, you know, you not only get to carry your brother's story to help other people, you know, he may have committed that act, but in the end, there's a lot of glory there. A lot of people are going to be led to Jesus because of that. And a lot of people are going to be led out of the thoughts uh, and power of suicide because a lot of people do not realize, and you know, how dark mentally uh, suicidal thoughts are. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I want to let you know something. You know, if you're even thinking of suicide, you even having thoughts, look around you and understand, is there something in your life that's leading to that? Are you on medication that the side effects are listed plainly? You may have suicidal thoughts. If that is happening, you need to go talk to your doctor and change that. Are you into drugs, alcohol? Are there life experiences that you feel that are completely hopeless? Look, Brianna and I both know someone very, very well who takes the hopeless, and that's Jesus. And he will lead you out of that hopelessness and bring you into great glory here on earth. You know, when we talk about glory, we think when we meet Jesus face to face, but we can meet Jesus face to face right here and right now. And so please, ladies and gentlemen, do not take that step. It may be dark now, but guess what? God provides the light that ch chases away the darkness. So for you, Brianna, what role did your music play in your own healing? So tell us more about that as well as your music. Yeah, um, it played a huge role. Um, I started writing. Uh, that's when I started writing actually was after my brother's death because I just needed somewhere to channel my emotions because uh, I wasn't making the best choices um, with, you know, the cutting and the self-harm. Um, and so I really threw myself into my music and uh, eventually came back to the faith and 
really, like I said, discovered my identity in Christ and that uh, between my music and my faith and, of course, lots of counseling. I'm a big advocate for counseling. Um, it helped me tremendously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I found a light at the end of the tunnel and I discovered that warrior in me and um, that really just inspired this whole project and inspires all my music. Um, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought up and mentioned counseling. A lot of people feel that counseling could be admitting a weakness, but you know, Christ said when we were weak, he is strong. But the Bible also says for us to seek wise counsel, because there are those who know things that we don't know that can help us. And, and we, we need to think of counselors in a way as being mentors to, to lead us in the right direction, to change uh, uh, false or bad mindsets or incorrect mindsets. And, and I'm sure yeah. that happened with you. And it, it's amazing because as, you're, as you were talking and, and mentioning how your music, you were working on your music, but then in the midst of working on your music, you ended up with a much deeper relationship with Christ. And, and I've heard that from a few people. You know, there's just, there's a power in music that we cannot really explain, but it's really there. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, like I, with my music career, I've been singing ever since I was in diapers. I don't know if you call it singing. It was more like squawking back then, but uh, still loved music. Always knew I wanted to be a singer, but I wanted to be this pop star, you know, and then I put out my first album, Shine, or EP, excuse me, Shine, and within a matter of a week, I was still practicing the Buddhism at this time. Uh, within a matter of a week, I had five different people tell me I should do contemporary Christian music. And I'm like, what's that? I've never even heard of that. I mean, growing up Roman Catholic, my definition of Christian music was old hymns and or gospel music. I didn't know any better. And then a sixth person said, you need to do Christian music. And it was a friend of my mom's and the friend showed my mom the song Blessings by Laura Story, and my mom in turn showed it to me, and I cried, and I said, that's what I want my music to do. That day I decided I recommitted to my faith, and I decided I want to be a contemporary Christian artist, and from that day on, I started listening to Christian music and just really digging into it and digging into my faith, and that was truly the point when I started to, to heal. Wow. You know, I would have never in a million years thought I'd ever hear a story quite like that one because, you know, I hear a lot of uh, Christian singers, they, they're raised in church, they, they sing in church, and it just kind of progresses, uh, you know, from there to a, a record deal. And yours is different. It's like you were trying to find your place, and God knew where your place was supposed to be. And then again, in the multiple mouths of witnesses coming to you saying, hey. And the great thing is, is that you actually took that message um, and said, hey. And then the light bulb goes off and you know where you're supposed to be. Yeah. I think that's great. Now, what, now tell me, the is there a difference between 
angel in the sky and then the warrior in me outreach program are they the same or is there something different it's just basically an umbrella like angel in the sky is the corporation and this is just a uh a, a program that angel in the sky is offering so uh, we're doing the warrior and me outreach tour oh, well right now it's not a tour because of covid but uh we are we came up with a very creative way workaround we are uh we just finished um filming and editing a 10 video series that we will be making available to uh schools and churches and we're possibly thinking about uh doing an app to make it accessible to everyone because I've been telling people about this video project and they're like, I need that now, but I can't necessarily pay the school and church pricing. Um, so we're trying to figure out some workarounds of, uh, to make it accessible to everyone at the moment. So I'm wow. really excited about that. Well, what else do you have coming up in 2021 that you could share with all of us? um the video series uh possibly like i said turning that into an app i'm also working on a devotional and of course there might be some new music i mean oh, well of course of course now are you doing any uh online performances because of the pandemic not as much um a lot of like interviews and stuff like that and uh podcasts um but not so much performing i do every now and again lead worship at a church in murfreesboro called life lift church um and that's been a real treat to be able to lead worship again um and uh we're doing a big easter event on april 3rd so that should be fun i'll get to really do a full performance it's going to be outside so i haven't performed like a full set in a while. So I'm looking forward to that. Wow. You know, I'm sure the you know, the pandemic has really caused a lot of recording artists to kind of step back and try to find new ways to continue the fan base and build the fan base. And ladies and gentlemen, I ask you to become a fan of Brianna Dominica and check out her brand new album, Warrior and Me. Uh, any last thoughts, Brianna, that you'd like to share with us before we go? Just um, kind of reiterating what you said a little earlier, that if you are having those types of thoughts, there is help and there is hope. And um, to remember that suicide is a permanent fix for a problem that's usually temporary. Um, it might not feel like that, but our feelings aren't facts. They can be deceiving. And um, there is hope. And one of my favorite quotes for hope is, hold on, pain ends. Oh, Amen. Amen to that. Yeah. And and you, you, you said it. Suicide is permanent, but the situation that leads to it is really only temporary. And we both know that Jesus Christ is the one that can deliver, redeem, heal and save and bring us out of those dark places. So, ladies and gentlemen, please check out Brianna Dominica. Check out Angel in the Sky, Warrior in Me. Check out her foundation. And uh, look her up online, uh, go to her website. We're gonna have it at the, it's at the bottom of the screen right before you. And ladies and gentlemen, there's hope. 
there is hope. And Brianna is one of the great voices of today and today's generation that is bringing Jesus Christ and his glory to everyone that has ears to hear. So Brianna, thank you so much and many blessings to your career. And I hope to have you back uh, in the future. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Dr. Bond. Oh, you are so welcome. And ladies and gentlemen, remember, catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. Thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. So just look up Dr. Bond's Life Changing Wellness on any streaming service. And you can learn more about me at drwardbond.com, of course. And thank you again for listening to Life Changing Wellness. And we are known as a different kind of wellness show. And remember, something spectacular happens when you treat your body, your mind, and your soul right. Have a blessed day, everyone.